You're listening to Life and Shit. I'm Danielle Walker. And I'm Tommy Walker. Join us as we talk about our journey overcoming fears, boundaries, marriage, family, lifestyle, business, and whatever other shit you can think of. We're individuals that came together to create one unit with one mind and one goal. Hey, baby. What up? <laughs> How you doing? Like I woke up. <laughs> popped up. Like, where were you table. at? <laughs> hey. hey. You had to be watching and see him pop up. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> I feel like a Muppet, baby. <laughs> he is too, man. Aw, the Muppets. I got a question for you. Hit me. Did you ever think that you would be a landlord or go from a renter into a landlord? Why do they call it landlords? Uh, I'm sure there's a let me look it up. Uh, is it I'll no longer you, called I'll landlords anymore? Or no, a thousand percent still yeah. called landlords. Like, the Lord of the Land is that's, coming. That's exactly <laughs> probably what it is. Because they got the right to put your ass out or keep you <laughs> in there, right? Yeah, because I remember one time my landlord was like, "Oh, we're gonna sell the house. Like we're selling this property, so you got to move in 30 days." Like, wait, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, and I think I talked about this before. I did get my um, deposit back, and I didn't have to pay rent for like two months or something like that. So it was okay. I wasn't so bad at, I mean, not two months. It was one month because we had to go in a month. And pretty much that's exactly what it says is the concept uh, of a landlord goes back to the feudal system. Uh, the feudal? Feudal. Feudal. Mm. Where, landed, where a landed estate is owned by a lord of the manor. Oh, okay. So, so that's the the history on landlord. And, and we just took that and ran with it, huh? We was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> and then you asked me, would I be a landlord? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I thought I'd be a landlord. Okay. I was like, okay. you know, uh, you know, if you if you if you look back on like uh Andrew Carnegie, like these guys that were Uber rich back mm-hmm. in the days, right? Mm-hmm. So Carnegie, Rockefeller, all these cats, you know, they said ninety percent of the millionaires, especially back then, you know, were got their money from real, real estate. estate. You know, mm. so so if if that's how you got your money, then mm. why not? Why not? I go out and do the same thing because yeah. it's, it's, it's duplicatable, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not real estate. Is not something that um, you like. Oh, I don't, I got it all to myself, and I don't want to share it with nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's impossible to do that. Mm-hmm. So if if you could do it, then I can do it. And if and if you're doing it and you probably suck at it, <laughs> then, then I damn sure could do it. And that's yeah. how I look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. I always knew that I would own properties, but I, I didn't. I never really thought of like owning uh, like an apartment complex um, and and being that person. Like I would look and say like, yeah, like I, I, w- I would want to, but I never thought like I would be that person. I don't know. I knew I would have properties, and as far as the properties go, I knew I just want properties in different places, mm. um, but not necessarily like people staying there just being able to go to my other property that's well, it well you got and, and you also have this this quote that you got from your stepfather that you always like to repeat over yeah. and over again so <laughs> what, what, what did he tell us uh, they won't that, make more dirt that's yeah, one thing they, they won't make they don't make more dirt so, <laughs> like, so yeah. buy it up yep the, 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 the earth is it's not growing it's not getting bigger it's like that's it it is what it is so the more you own of it you know the better you off you are a thousand percent so today we talk about managing rental properties yes. right this is kind of some real estate education and you talked about that you you knew that you was always going to do it in different cities different states or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be did you have like was there any strategy like did you like like did you know like how I, how you were going to go about doing it oh god no um i read a lot of books as a kid <laughs> <laughs> and um i always just envisioned um 
myself owning properties or like I, I literally I did I, I just did I knew this was gonna happen but uh, I didn't I didn't have any rhyme or reason or wait and I think that's why I always work hard as fuck right so it's like I'm work two three jobs and why you work so hard it's like because I got goals you know I like I know there's more there's something else you know what I mean so I think that's what it was a thousand percent and, 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 and owning real estate multiple real estate was probably one of the the hardest things mindset for me to to comprehend because mm-hmm. i was like well shit getting one house was hard mm. how do i get another one right and then and then do it again over and over again so so i read books <laughs> like like i you know I, I read books and and in those books it talks about you know <laughs> i think so remember the book i had where it was creative real estate and how to to get property with other people's money oh yeah yeah, yeah. Then, you know all that so i i read all of those books mm. and, and you read uh grant cordon is it right it's like yeah, I read, how to like talks about getting doors right no no not that one okay uh i read two of his books but it, it wasn't really about how to get doors it was mm. it was um I don't even remember the name of the, the creative real estate book mm. that I got. And then it was some other random real estate book, like uh. super low key. Like I, I'm saying low key cause I'm being <laughs> nice, but like I didn't get anything from them. Oh, okay. Right. Like, okay. like it, it's like you read these books and you're looking for the secret sauce, mm-hmm. right. And you're looking mm-hmm. for the, the magic pill that mm-hmm. everybody always talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, all right, I got it. Now I'm gonna go out and buy it. It takes money. Yeah. Like, that's, that's all it is. <laughs> As, as long as you have some money, you could go Ta-da. out and buy. And, and granted, like there is creative real estate out there, right? There yeah. is like, you know, people are still like, oh, I'm going to take you know, somebody else's money and I'm going to do this. And I don't have any experience in that. Mm. You don't have any experience in that. And together, we just did it the old fashioned way yeah. is, you Saved. know, we bought a house, we saved some money, we bought another one. Right. So yeah. and our first one was a condo. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a forty five thousand. We paid forty five thousand um, dollars all cash. Yeah. And because of my experience as a real estate salesman, I had a conversation with another realtor, told her this is what I want to do. Let's go. Let's, let's go. And she was on board and we made it happen. And, you know, we had a little bidding war. It was mm-hmm. it was because it was it started at forty thousand. Yeah. Now, you, if you're listening to this, you're like, where the fuck can you buy a condo for forty five thousand dollars? Right. <laughs> it was a two bedroom. Mm-hmm. We live in San Diego. Mm-hmm. There is nothing in San Diego at that price point. No, no, nothing. No. So I actually and we just had a conversation with uh, your sister the other day. She lives in a two bedroom. Oh, yeah. And, and two bedroom. I mean, literally probably the same size. Mm-hmm. Two bedroom in San Diego, over four hundred thousand. Yep, and she bought it for one hundred and five. I want to say one hundred eighty. One hundred eighty. One hundred eighty thousand. Wow. And and we bought a two bedroom for forty thousand. Forty five. I want to say 000. ours is a little bit bigger than hers too. Seven hundred square feet is ours. Okay. So so we you know so that's where yeah, we started right we we started small we got our feet wet it was a renter we had a renter in it mm-hmm. and we didn't have to do anything to it we never no. even seen it nope and. And that was a trip. That's a trip, right? Buying property and not even seeing it, like just going through pictures. We just the drove fast, like a creeper, yeah. <laughs> mad creeper. Because you couldn't go inside because someone was in there. You know, well, so. I don't. I don't think it wasn't. We never asked. We was mm. like, hey, like fuck it. You got a renter in there. It was respect. You yeah, know, like, like I don't want to go in there and be yeah. stomping all over your carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking around all in your stuff, right? Yeah. But he took he taking care of it though. But that's one of the things, like you said, you know, what I've ever thought about being a, a landlord, and yeah, a thousand percent, that's where I wanted to be eventually because, to you know, to create passive income, one of the best ways to do it is in real estate. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different ways to do it, mm-hmm. but real estate is one of the best ways to do it, and and that's what you know we were 
uh, that's what our trajectory was, right? right it's right. like that's what we wanted to do. So when we had the opportunity to purchase this one and we didn't go and buy it and we just had a renter, it was cool. It was like, all right, we don't have to do nothing. Dude's paying rent. Just collect. Yeah, we own it. We have HOAs. We're getting passive income. All right. But then we got our first tenant call when he had an issue. <laughs> <laughs> when you get a phone call from somebody, and it don't matter what time, so they're on the East Coast. Yes, we're on the West Coast. Too, right? Yeah. You get a you get a phone call at eight o'clock in the morning, you know, seven o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. It's three, it's four or five o'clock in the morning over here on the West Coast. And it's like, uh, I got an issue or I got this. So that comes down to property management, right? So yeah, you're a landlord, mm -hmm. but the difference between being a landlord mm -hmm. and property management is huge, right? Yeah, that's because true. because we're landlords and property managers. Yeah, and you always had a desire to be a property manager. And I was mm -hmm. like, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt that it would be cool. Well, okay, one thing I, I know is back in the days, if you're the property manager, then you stay rent free at the place, right? So uh, I always okay. thought that was cool. <laughs> so like an apartment complex, yeah. you got a you got apartment number one. Yep, <laughs> you don't pay rent. <laughs> you don't pay rent. And then you're like you're you're like the super right <laughs> <laughs> from the PJs. <laughs> That's why I had to say it that way. <laughs> the super. Oh, you took it back. So they have to come and see you about everything, right? So you're like low key the boss, like you're the boss of the apartment. So I was like, yeah, I would love to be the boss, you know? They'd be like, hey, boss lady, can I get this? My my bathroom is not working. And I was like, I'm I'm sending somebody over there. But you ain't paying for it. Yeah, yeah I'm just running it. Yeah, I just run you it. Just run it. Yeah, and I I live for free because I run it. <laughs> yeah. So that was your intentions uh, on on being a property manager yeah. back then. Yeah. What about now? Now, <laughs> now uh, the only properties I want to manage is ours. <laughs> That's the ones that we own, right? Yeah. And like, what does that look like? It's like making sure that they have uh, heating and cooling systems that they're serviced, making sure they don't have rats, rodents. Uh, we had an issue with rodents um, mm -hmm. in one of our properties. Um, making sure that the trees are cut is like one of those things that you don't really think of, right? We bought the property and it's like, hey, it came that way, you know, like that's <laughs> the way it came. So uh, you ain't complained. So, you know what I mean? But it's like, okay, we need to, we need to go through and um, maybe uh, take a look at it and make it look like us, right? So that was pretty cool, like going in there. But that was the property management part of it now. Like that's what we have to do, like making sure that everything looks good. Um, if there's no HOA fees, making sure that the grass gets cut and stuff like that. That's it's funny that you say that because I just got a text message that uh, our ga our grass just got cut <laughs> at, at one of the duplexes <laughs> and he hit me with the bill on Cash App. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, <laughs> here you go. Send me the pictures," which is cool, right? Yeah, so, and that is cool. Yeah. So, so you one of the things about managing property because it's it's not easy, right? You gotta you you gotta build relationships, and for us to do it, three thousand miles away. Mm -hmm. Right. We I mean, we manage property on uh, a few different like uh, we have five doors. Mm -hmm. five, is Two duplexes. Yeah. Five, so yeah. Yeah. So we have five of. doors. And when you manage property, one of the biggest things is creating a system like you mm -hmm. got to create a system It's mm -hmm. one of the like you could read books and you could figure, you know, you could like, oh, I got all the game from reading uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad and Cash Quality and all these other different books out mm -hmm. there. and. There's a lot of content, mm -hmm. but nothing actually really shows you 
how to, to manage properties effectively. Mm-hmm. Now, you could go and hire a property manager, and they'll probably take, I mean, well, back in the days it was 10%. I'm not sure where it is today. But they'll take 10% of whatever your rent is. And they'll make sure it's rented. They'll take mm-hmm. care of it maintenance-wise. You know, you keep cash in. Right. And, and when it becomes vacant, you know, they'll go out and find people to put it in. Mm-hmm. If you don't have time to do that, that's a great way to do it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't know where we find the time to do that, but no, we, we, find time. we make I it know, happen. I know. <laughs> I know. And, and it's true. It's, you're right. It's like if you get, you can have all the information. It's like a, a song. I can't remember who sings a song, but it's like, I can give it to you, but what you going to do with it? You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I can give you all the game, yeah, right? Yeah. But what you going to do with it? You know, like now what? You yeah, know? True. So. You got to be able to do it. You guys, that's why that's why you got to make the systems and you got to actually do the processes and um, and then that's what makes it actually work. Yeah, you, and, and once you pull the trigger, it, it's that's when the figuring shit out comes to, to play, right? Yeah. So so on the condo, the first condo that we bought, because it was uh, all cash, we don't have to worry about a mortgage, and we was able to put it in, in our business name. Mm-hmm. Now understanding because people are like, oh yeah, we you know I got. It goes back to when you hear things, right? Yeah. And, then, and then it's like, all right. It's going on my business. Yeah. Like, it doesn't like, work oh, that the way. business owns this. <laughs> and that, like, it's, I'm telling you, it's not as easy as it sounds, right? So just just make sure you're you're uh, not just researching, but talking to professionals. Yeah, Like, you got to talk to lawyers. You got to talk to, uh, you know, depending on what state, lawyers handle everything. And then you do the escrow stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you got to talk to people to actually are in this world and, and doing the legal stuff correctly. So the condo is, is in our business, but the other duplexes are in our and personal names. names. Yeah. So if you if you own businesses or if you own real estate, it all has to be separated from a liability standpoint. And mm-hmm. I didn't understand that going into it. I was Initially. like, yeah, I'm like, what do you mean liability? Yeah. It's an asset. That's yeah. what we're going to make all this money. Mm-hmm. And somebody just, trip and fall and sue you. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then you think about, oh, I'm going to make all this money. It's like, <laughs> no, in reality, you only make $100, $200 a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all this money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you, you don't even make enough money. So if I live in California, I don't even make enough money on my real estate to pay for gas. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's real talk. So, so that's why, that's why you got to do <laughs> it indoors. You know, you, yes. you got to build it out. Right? It's, yes. it's, it's, it's keep it. You know, it's it's not about get rich Mm-mm. over time. Like Mm-mm. you, you got to build up to that stuff. Yeah, and the the very first um, condo that we bought, once the guy moved out, we actually changed it to an Airbnb, which I was like, yay! Which is a whole it's nother just, different yes, property management that's my system. Baby, which is it actually is me getting to experience being a property manager, and I ain't gonna lie, when people ask a lot of questions, I'd be like, <laughs> I don't want to rent to you. <laughs> It's like I know you're gonna be issues. I know you're gonna not issues, but just you know, yeah. you know, you guys know the one that squeaky wheel always gets the grease. <laughs> Yo, a thousand percent. We, we, we get some messages on Airbnb, uh, like that the one that you got. Um, do you rent to twenty one? Oh, yeah. Like no, what what she say? Do you have to be twenty one to book it? Yeah. Because I'm only twenty. Yeah. And, like, and, huh? and then, of course, you know, we in a new time where you got to respond because mm-hmm. if you don't respond, you get, you get bad time. Yeah, you get yeah. a bad rating. It's like, oh, you didn't respond quick yeah. enough. Yeah. You're so 98%. It. It's like, <laughs> and me, I'm, I'm all about the oh, numbers. Oh, God. I was yeah, going to yeah. say, I'm you like, know Tommy is all about the numbers. I'm always, me, I'm like, I don't care. He's like, maybe that's a big deal. Okay. <laughs> I was an A-plus student for a long time. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so if you're grading me, like, no. I'm like, fuck that. 
I don't like the grading. I, you know, the grading system is already in my mentally. I'm like, I got to be the best of the best. So, so we get a response, and I'm like, Yo, babe, make sure you fucking respond. <laughs> He's like, I didn't see it. I'm like, yeah. I already responded. Yeah, <laughs> and then literally, I'll be responding, and then I see that his response pop up. Like, babe, I thought. I thought I was doing this. He's like, no, I got it. So I see it. I Try to keep that 100%. Like, we, we are fine, okay? I, I literally have never looked at someone's percentage when I book an Airbnb. You know what? And that's you. But you know what? Never. There's millions of people out there <laughs> that probably will judge. I need to on see the space, rate. the place, I'm going to look, you know. Now I look at reviews because I didn't look at reviews before. But now, because the reviews teach you, nah. they teach you things like, uh, they don't have They say they have a kitchen But they don't They're, have Pots oh, and pans <laughs> Yeah if, if you If you go into The rental business And if you go On a short term rental So now Airbnb is short term rental Short term rental Right yes. so And that's understanding The market STM. right So you got short term rental You got long term rentals Right LTRs, yes. So So if you're If you're short term rentals And make sure you understand The rules and regulations In whatever market that you're mm. in when it comes to managing property so truth so you know we have an airbnb in a condo and short-term rental business is okay there in san diego you can't have short-term rentals in downtown san diego yes. you know, like like a condo right it, it's illegal like yeah. that shit's crazy it's illegal, it's illegal. Yeah. yeah now long-term rentals no problem no problem now but you don't get as much uh, return on investment right with, with long, long term rentals right but you have less headaches and yeah. less liability mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense and then if you're downtown and you own a condo then you don't want to have these random people coming in and out and downtown is a party town right so these people are going to come in they're going to turn the hell up and then they're going to leave you know and it's like now these people who are living there are stuck with whatever these person these people left with, so, so would left you, them would you want to would you want to manage what would you rather it's like that game. Would you, Would you rather? rather? <laughs> Would you rather? <laughs> this, is, this is not so bad. Though. <laughs> manage fifty Airbnb units or fifty long-term rentals. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. All right. So if we're talking about money, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever way you want to take it. And it's going to be those 50, those, those, those Airbnbs. Really? Those short-term rentals, yeah. You um, would probably have white hair. I probably would, but I'd be on the beach somewhere uh, making sure my cleaning crew goes to the house. <laughs> <laughs> so now that's the other thing. So I, we have systems, right? Yeah. So I know wherever, we, I, like, as long as I have a system, then I'm good. I'm I, I'm, I'm Gucci. I'll, I'll put a system uh, it with each property as long as I have housekeeping, and then I have like a manager to to go and manage the property. So if anything happens and I'm not there, then I could say, hey, the manager's coming, and then my housekeeping they clean and take care of the property. Then I'm good. Yeah. So so you got to have cleaning and you got to have staging, mm -hmm. right? So the property got to be cleaned. And then it has to be staged mm -hmm. and if you're doing short term, yeah. right? And short if you're doing term. it right. Now, if you're doing long term, you got to add value to, mm. to the property. You know, I, I mean, we, we've all rented. Everybody's mm -hmm. rented. Mm -hmm. And you you know what it like. You got landlords that didn't care about the property and mm. you just live there. And it, it, it is what it is. Mm. Don't be like that person. Right. You know, you want to you want to change the game, you know, add value. So I think one of the hardest things for for us when uh, we had to raise the rent mm. on our long term mm. rentals. Yeah. And, and we had to raise the rent because taxes went up. Yeah. 
and you know now me as a renter i never understood that right when you know and we had a, and we talked about this on an episode where people was you know raised the rent on us mm-hmm. and we was like well what changed they never actually explained it to no. us no right? but they they're a company that so they're the property management company so they probably was it was never explained they to probably, them it, true to that. Be quite honest true yeah that. so so when when i sent the letter out to our tenants saying hey we got to raise the rent as of this january 1st no i didn't even say this is why i just said we were raising oh, the rent yeah yeah no right? why and then amount. and then somebody asked like one of the tenants was yeah. like well why yeah and i said right. well Here's the yeah. reason why. Yeah, not just willy nilly on Yeah, no, nah, because taxes went up based off mm-hmm. the you know, the assessed value. We gotta make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. Of course we're under market, so mm-hmm. we're just putting it where market is, but we're still below the market. Yeah, you know, so I explained it, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. educated them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Oh, okay. And then we added the landscape service, which again, back to the bill I just got yeah. right now. Yeah. So we didn't charge them for, but you know. So whatever value you can add as a as a landlord, as a property manager, you know, add that value because yeah. it goes a long way. So I think that's like uh, the, there's the property management and then there's the financial management as well. So that's the part of financial management. It's like how much are the, is the rent supposed to be? Um, and then, like you said, how much do you actually make off of the property, right? And then late fees, how do late fees work? And then the HOAs and all that. So um, one thing is when you have property, remember, you have the property management and then you have the financial management as well along with that though you do have tenant management right because you have the tenants you have the you got you have to manage the tenants there's going to be the times where they're like i can't pay rent right or this is broken thousand percent and you're like wait um why is it broken right like what are you doing in there you know um, no, you so, don't no 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 but you, you think you think you don't ask no <laughs> okay. but you're just like i mean i mean we haven't had any issues like that where like we say we bought something brand new and then it's like oh it broke, broke the next day no yeah, no no but in the Airbnb yeah. we have yes yeah well but it was false right yeah. like there that's so uh, oh they broke the face back to your, yeah that's true but going back to your question i'm like oh you're right if I have 50, 50 people, Airbnbs <sighs> or 50 long term yeah and they're yeah. like they're like oh the stove doesn't work or the stove is on oh, oddly like it's <laughs> one of the messages we got from the Airbnb yeah. so that's that tenant management and i i think Airbnb is like legit more uh, tenant management than anything else. I mean, yeah, you have the property, the financials as well, but it's a, it's heavy on the the tenant <laughs> management part. So I think, and, and one thing to understand the difference in short term and long term is you're more in the hospitality business mm-hmm. when you have short term rentals. That is so true. So so and and if if you know understand hospitality, go to a hotel, visit a hotel, and when something happens. You know, you complain, you call downstairs and say, yo, this is not working. My hot water is not working. I don't have coffee in my my account. You know, whatever the case may be, that's hospitality. So you mm. got you got to, you know, if you want those five stars or if you want those reviews mm. and long term, there's no reviews. You're you going to be there. There's no like, five stars. You're going to be there yeah, for six yeah, months yeah, or <laughs> six Seven months, years. A year. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you got a lease. Like you got a year lease. They slow to fix anything. So that's so, so true. <laughs> yeah. And if you're a good landlord, then, you know, people stay stick around longer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so true. one thing you said which was was important about financial management. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to managing real estate properties or rental properties, you have to make sure that your finances are all separated, right? So each property should have its own mm, P&L. Yes. Now, P&L, P&L profit P&L. and loss. Yes. So you got to treat each property like its own business. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, a condo, duplex, single family residence, 
that's not all one P&L. You don't put all of that on one profit and loss. Yeah, because you have HOA fees on this property and perhaps not in this property. Exactly. So, yeah, it has to be all done separately. You, you got repairs. You got, like, this property may be making you more money than this property. You mm -hmm. may be losing money over here. Because everything's falling apart over there. Exactly. So you And, and you want to make sure when it comes to, to the breakdown. Mm-hmm. So let's if 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 I'm only making two hundred dollars a month, why am I only making two hundred dollars a month? Mm. Because you have to pay your mortgage mm -hmm. first, right? Once the mortgage is paid, then you have to put away at least whatever you get in rent. You have to put away at least thirty percent for repairs. Mm. So put thirty percent for repairs. If you're paying mortgage, taxes and insurance is already coming out, so you don't have to worry about that. But you have your repairs, and then you have to have save money just cause yeah and then after so that's at least 10 percent. so now 40 percent of what you're you're getting in mortgage 40 percent is going into the savings account mm. that other 60 percent, it ain't like you just spend it and and, and just die. my favorite term you always say is willy-nilly you don't go willy-nilly <laughs> willy willy <laughs> <laughs> right you, you just let that accrue mm -hmm. and then and then you know if nothing happens then you go out and buy another property. Mm -hmm. Or when something happens, a roof repair, like like I, I think the biggest issue we had other than the rodents, because the rodents was a very big issue mm -hmm. for us. It was. So we had a house, we have a house, a duplex, mm -hmm. where there were rats, raccoons, all kind of stuff. Underneath, underneath. into the basement. And they were like literally like nesting and dead and oh. Uh, and terrible. they had tons of cats, so and, they didn't know if it was a cat or a... Yeah, <laughs> and we didn't know that. And the crazy thing is like we did due diligence and we didn't even, it didn't even come up in our due diligence period. No. So now that's the other thing. You have to be thorough in due diligence. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what due diligence means, that means you got to look this shit up, like everything. Look at mm -hmm. the bones of this yep. property, yep. every issue, yeah. and, and call it all out. That's like a, a proper word for like inspection. Inspect <laughs> the shit out of it, right? Like <laughs> due diligence to is the root from the Rudy important. to the two yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like when you go to the doctor, he says cough. <laughs> due uh, diligence is very important. You know, I, I think it's it's important too to go back to what you said. It's like you know what is the first thing you said that you have to do uh, financially is pay your mortgage, right? And then all the other things that happen with the money. I think that's important because people don't understand like the importance of actually owning your own property and paying mortgage and not paying a rent, right? Which you're paying someone's mortgage and a little extra. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to say like, it's, it's so important to own your own property and to go through those steps. Um, and we did a podcast on uh, with the way and how we did ours. So. Yeah. Listen to that one if you want. So, so managing rentals, when create your system, save your money, mm -hmm. and when you create your, you know, and, and manage a property on your own, mm -hmm. if if you have the time before you go out and hire uh, a property manager, because that ten percent you might not be able to afford that ten percent, and true. the two hundred dollars might be the ten percent that you're getting. Yeah. So it, it just depends, right? It's true. And, and it's and when you build your doors out, right? Like our like we have five doors. Our goal in uh, North Carolina to get to 50 doors. Once we get to 50 doors, then we're going to go to another state and, and duplicate that. And when you listen to like, you know, uh, millionaires like Trump and all these guys that, you know, they, these guys got tens and ten thousands doors, doors you know, yeah. like, like the apartment top. complexes, yeah. Grant Cardone, like all these guys, they get thousands and thousands of doors. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely doable, right? How you manage it is everything. But once yeah. you create the system that first time, all you have to do is duplicate it after that. Rinse and repeat. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, 
the best way to create passive income is through real estate. That's and and it's exactly what it is. It's passive income. Mm. It doesn't mean you pay your bills with it. It is like, oh, I'm waiting on this this rent check mm. so I can pay for this bill. Don't do that. Don't don't have this money coming in and you you worried about it because if that property is not rented, mm. then you're going to be stuck. So that's I love that. So that goes right into my quote. Um, it's like investing, right? So that's you're you're straight up investing, and investing and in, in, it should be like watching paint dry or watching grass grow, because the, the shit's not fun. It's not <laughs> exciting. It's not going to happen fast, right? And if you want something interesting, go to Vegas, go to Atlanta, like go somewhere else. And um, that's not my words. That is Paul uh, Salmonson. So. <laughs> that is his quote. <laughs> that is profound. That is profound. And, and, and if you want where to start, start with a, a, a small condo. Find know your market. Mm. Know your market. What's popping in that market? Is it a college town? Is there jobs? Mm -hmm. The most important thing you need to know when you're investing is if there's jobs. If there's no job opportunities in that area, that's probably not the best neighborhood mm. or the best town to invest in. So make mm -hmm. sure you do that research first. And like we we invested before we invested in North Carolina, I followed that market for 10 years. Yeah, and yeah. we did a lot of research yeah. like from each little city. Oh man, we—I mean, we looked up how much people make in that city, exactly. um, how uh, how many people are in that city, um, the 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 jobs, the best jobs, um, schools, everything. Entertainment. Entertainment. Entertainment yep. matters. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. What what do people bring? Or yep. like, you know, what comes to that city? Exactly. Yeah. So so all of that stuff matters when you get into to managing real estate, and this is stuff that I've never read in a book. This is based off of. Dayan and I's like legit experience in in bumping our heads and putting offers in, and we just we talked about an offer that we had put. We actually mm -hmm. bought a house a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and we had to pull out of it. Yeah, because sure <laughs> it, like, it was a log cabin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with snakes but, under yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of violations, yeah. and we don't have the time to go in and knock it down. I got a cousin that that does flips. Mm. Um, shout out to Inside the Flip on Instagram. And and if you follow Inside the Flip, you know, he walks you through all of that stuff, but we don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. So so we, we, you know, everybody has their different thing that they're looking for. That's and make nice. sure you just follow your thing. Yes. And, and go hard in that. Yes. Um, and if you manage rental properties, just make sure you're uh, not uh, one of those, what do they call them? Um, slumlords. Yeah, don't be a slumlord, yeah, right? Be a landlord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be upright. Don't, be, be yeah, you know, change the game. Yeah. You, like, know, you know what it was like. Yeah, and, these, and these people, you're like right now, everybody, that, like I said, there's not enough land and there's way more people, right? Uh, so people need help, man. So don't take advantage um, yeah. and help. And we did not shout out our... Not, not wine, yet. but oh. not yet. We we okay. we are going to shout okay. out. Let's go. Let's <laughs> shout it out. Let's do it. Shout out to Free Range Flower <laughs> Winery. Uh, Aaliyah Nitutu has mm -mm. now. It looks like we're not drinking wine. Like it looks like champagne. Yeah. But it's a, it's a sparkling wine, mm -hmm. and it's made from flowers. Yes. Like it, it, this is lavender. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a lavender wine, mm -hmm. and I mean delicious i mean it's dancing on my tongue it's making love to my tongue i love it i it's when amazing. you say stuff like that it makes mm -hmm. me blink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> every sip ladies it's, it's like it's making love to my tongue you guys gotta you guys really gotta try this wine yeah, yeah a thousand percent so this is it's one of those dessert wines mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so it mm -hmm. goes with like after you know you had a nice savory meal goes with you know something salty whatever the case may be mm. but man so good lavender wine 
made from flowers. flowers. Straight flowers. No grapes. No Zero grapes. grapes. Zero. All flowers. Yeah. Shout out still to buzz, <laughs> shout out to Free Range Flower Winery, Aaliyah Nitutu, mm-hmm. up in Northern California. Thank you for sharing this. Point five percent alcohol still. Thank you for sharing this this beautiful piece of work with us on yes. life and shit. Love you. Do us a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Leave a review. Let us know what your thoughts are. That's the only way that this show is going to be successful. And we appreciate you. Talk with you next time.